was um, Paris Hilton, Denzel Washington, of course, Hugh Grant, Steve Buscemi, Abraham Lincoln, John Paul Sartre, and Colin Hay. They've all got one big thing in, co- in common. Um, they all suffer from DOMS, which is <laughs> Disinterested Ocular Misalignment Syndrome. Fucked up eye. <laughs> I would point out this isn't I'm, I wasn't intending to rip on you it's just yeah. you said you didn't have any notes so I was like I need to think of some inspiration let's make, up, let's make fun of his eye <laughs> so yeah people with lazy eye it's uh, people on them uh, called amblyopia or, or lazy eye it's a disorder of sight due to the eye and brain not working well together um, it results in they decreased vision on. No, just decreased vision in one eye. I thought, like, the other eye was fine. It just saw other things. But, like, do you see less in your fucked up eye? No. No, no there's no, um, there's, yeah, there's there's no impaired vision or anything. Yeah, see, well, maybe, like, in other cases. Like, I've got uh, the same kind of peripheral and everything on both sides. And... Just a bit more on one side. <laughs> <laughs> just can't see things coming directly at you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, neuroscience has proven that the human brain can change at any age, so lazy eye is treatable at any age. Right. Um, have you ever thought about getting it treated? Well, it was treated when I was a kid. Not very well. Uh, as well as it could be, I think. It used, to, it used to be really severe. Oh, yeah? Like, um, the way mine was, was that the the muscles worked against each other as opposed to, like, with each other. So, so when one eye would... in your eye. <laughs> yeah. Well, they essentially had to reverse the muscles or something. So when one eye would look one way, the other would look the other way. They kind of did, like, a weird kind of lizard thing. Right. Um... And you didn't want to be a lizard at no, a young age? No, right, okay. no. I mean, I'd, yeah, I made that decision yeah. at six weeks old. Mum, Dad, <laughs> I'm sick of this lizard shit. Not going to be a lizard anymore. Yeah, no. I haven't got the scales, haven't got the tail, but I, I don't want the eyes. I love the shedding skin. Yeah. It's nice, but yeah, it's I'm not great. a fan of the flies. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the, you can treatment can involve just glasses. So you could just wear some glasses if you wanted to appear normal. <laughs> I've been to the opticians a bunch of times and they keep telling me nothing's wrong. So I trust well, them, the but I don't the, know. The optician is next to a bakery. You've just been going into the bakery. <laughs> <laughs> oh, right. Yeah. yeah. No, well, that, so that they, makes they, a they lot of sense. Instead fine. of giving me glasses, they just give me, like, eclairs. <laughs> <laughs> Have some sourdough. Uh, yeah. All right. And then I say, like, what do you want me to do with this? And they just look at me like I'm weird. Like, you <laughs> Start fucking... wearing the baked goods. <laughs> uh, you can wear drops, eye Bagels. patches. That work. <laughs> <laughs> Donuts. <laughs> uh, you can wear an eye patch, which we discussed before, which I think you should do anyway. Um, yeah. Or just therapy. <laughs> therapy? <laughs> So when did this start? <laughs> yeah. Well, six weeks old, but I didn't want to be a lizard anymore. Everything started cascading. Yeah. Uh, the brain, for some reason, doesn't fully acknowledge the images seen by the amblyopic eye. I so- don't believe that. <laughs> <laughs> you said they don't work well together. They're just not gelling properly. Just fucking disagree. My eye is just like, why don't you love me? <laughs> I just want to be myself. You always said you didn't have a favourite. <laughs> this is like glee I've never seen it because you're always looking away from it or looking at it yeah like one eye is one part of your body and yeah. one part of your brain and the other eye is the other one you get two personalities within one brain um, yeah apparently some people also get two lazy eyes which would be pretty insane how can you tell <laughs> well, pretty, they're just spinning all over the place I guess. Uh, so they're just yeah they're just Either, yeah, yeah. I guess that makes sense. They both kind of look away from centre. Yeah. Well, like you just can't. Con- yeah, that just be that would just be unfun. Wouldn't be very fun. No, no. I'm not judging anyone who's got two two lazy eyes, but you're not yeah. very fun. <laughs> <laughs> you're not fun yeah. people, and you can't drive or read. I guess you read. Yeah, there's treatments for it. Yeah, but like yeah, it would be a bit of a shock to see a baby come out with like its eyes in the back of its head and rolling around and stuff. <laughs> Well, I don't think a lazy eye means your eye's in a different place. Like, it's not yeah. on your forearm or something. But, like, your eyes roll up, don't they? But they're attached. You couldn't even make it to my face. You <laughs> fucking lazy bastard. <laughs> Hand eye. <laughs> Belly button eye. Yeah. Um, yeah David but, Blaine. <laughs> but, yeah, there's, like, it's, it's attached by, like, some human rope, isn't it? Your eye. Yeah. But it rolls up when you go to sleep or you go unconscious. Uh... It rolls yeah, up. Yeah, it kind of rolled down. It's meant to like roll back, isn't it? Or something. Yeah, but you can't really roll down. Well, you probably 
I've never tried rolling my eyes down, but it feels like it's easier to roll them up than down. Like, what do you mean roll down? Like, like you know when you go to sleep, your eyes, like, yeah, like that. Like, yeah, yeah. Um, but rolling down seems much harder. It's counter... It's not counter... Because your eyelids just, just kind of overtake. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. There's the, 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 well, the eyelids at the bottom, they do move. They just Pressing don't... issues we're talking about on this podcast. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, as opposed yeah. to what? Yeah. Well, what we normally talk nothing. about. Yeah. <laughs> Even my something isn't pressing. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah. So yeah, you got fucked up. I just thought I'd uh, address that. Well, thanks. Sorry. That's uh, how many look, weeks look in a row at me now? When I'm talking to you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it never gets old. I've only just started. You know what's I only realised you had one recently. <laughs> what's weird is that no one's. Is that I got through high school and primary school and everything. I was never like bullied for it or anything. So I was like, well, maybe it's just not that noticeable. Yeah. Or maybe no one paid any attention to me. <laughs> <laughs> don't even call your name out on the register. I don't think they're going to yeah. get you to do things. <laughs> no, it's, 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 it's only slightly noticeable. It's mm. only like, that's like I say, I thought you might just be not interested in what people were talking about. So. <laughs> But now that oh, there is that, that's actually need to fill some podcast time. So I thought I'd yeah. rip the shit out of you. Well, you filled my usual five minutes. Now <laughs> on to your hour and a half. <laughs> um, so yeah, I had, um, had an interesting week um, doing some family stuff. My brother uh, graduated from a, I'll call it a smart university. It was a university, though. Yeah, That's yeah. good. Because like, my nephew graduated from, like, nursery, <laughs> which I don't understand. I've seen more and more of those now. Yeah. I don't know whether it's just because I've got... Uh, did you graduate nursery no. in primary school? No. no. Yeah. I left. <laughs> I finished. I escaped. You don't, you don't graduate if it's mandatory. Yeah, my gra- I was only excited about, was it secondary school? No, not even secondary school. The second half of primary school. Yeah. Because you've got desks. Whoa. I was like, oh, I got a desk now. Is it the, like the one with the opening yeah. lids? Yeah, it's Didn't great. Have those in nursery. Got a place to put all my shit. I never actually went to nursery. I no? went to kindergarten. Well, it's in, the uh, same thing, though, isn't it? Kind of, but then I think I left halfway through the year, and then just looking for other schools when well, I nurse- first got here, we just went straight into year I, one. I don't think nursery's um, compulsory, is it? <laughs> compulsory social gathering. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, it's not like it's primary school. Like, like primary school's compulsory yeah. over here, anyway. I don't know if it is in the states. Probably. Yeah, I mean, I don't be. know if school well, in general is compulsory in the States. You can get homeschooled in America. You can probably get homeschooled in the UK. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You can do homeschooling over here. It's mm, it's mandatory to be educated to a certain level over here, yeah. Yeah, it feels like up to 16, and then yeah. they said, like, A-levels are extra. Yeah. Or something like that. Yeah. But yeah, I, I don't... My graduation ceremony was just, like, sit down in a big hall theatre kind of thing, and someone just called out your name. You walked up and grabbed a fucking... The Here's Greek. your scroll. Yeah, did you have that? Yeah, yeah. Yeah? Well, it's but, a little tube. But you went... Did you, did you end up going to a real university for your master's? Uh, yeah, we went to Staffs for that. What do you mean a real university? MMU was a M- real uni. Not, not really. No? Was Metropolitan. <laughs> oh, is that not that's a real university? That's the difference, yeah. Metropolitans right. used to be like swimming pools, and then it's kind of budget put on <laughs> to a university. Well, uh, yeah, Manchester Met was a, it was a nursing hospital, a nursing... Uh, place I think it was either a nursing it was it was originally a nursing college it's an old folks home and all the old people then, died yeah. so they just filled it with kids yeah and then it was a it was a teaching college and then it went into full everything college right right yeah but um yeah yeah no st- staffs we did like proper graduation and everything we went to hide out Keel Hall and- was it like ceremonial in any way this was very ceremonial and the only thing I can put onto it is that it was, was fucking a really pretentious uni yeah. right that makes sense like it's a hundred years old so they've got all yeah. this pretension of the 1900s yeah yeah no. <laughs> but like so like yeah basically it, there was so much ceremony it was fucking ridiculous one there was an organist who would play <laughs> slightly off classical organ music so like it would be kind of organ classic jazz where it wasn't enjoyable or anything <laughs> like that it was just kind of like like, what are you, what are you playing? <laughs> Stop composing on the fly. This is really frustrating. And yeah, imp- improv organ isn't as does it, was was not as fun as I was hoping it to be. No, no. <laughs> but yeah, maybe I just don't know that much organ music. Mm. But it took like half an hour for all the teachers to be sat down after everyone was sat. Yeah, they in- because they, they only came in groups them? of two, oh. and they were led by ceremonial garb wearing stick wielding people. 
<laughs> because they got donated these staffs by one of the wealthy people and apparently slave owners, which is really controversial in Bristol, oh. with like a staff with a dolphin on it or a staff with a sun on it or a staff with something else on it. And it was just like two by two. There's like 30 teachers. And it was like, yeah, there was like a, an, an organ song pretty much lasted the length of one group of people going up. So, yeah, three minutes, two apiece. It was like half an hour. A staff. Yeah. Had, uh, it's like a dunk. Like, like, look, look, a magician's wand. And they just kind of glued more of them together. And started walking <laughs> down the aisle. And um, then, the, then the last guy comes out, um, the uh, vice chancellor or something. I can't remember the terms for them. But he got followed out by a massive man wielding a two-handed mace. <laughs> <laughs> And the organ music was really like dun, 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 yeah. for that moment. And apparently they wheeled the two-handed mace because um, some priest was involved in starting up the university. Right. And God doesn't allow bishops to wield axes and swords because they draw blood. But he's okay with like compound fractures and, in, and internal bleeding. Yeah. So that's so bishops and priests would wield maces that's in why battle. paladins always have hammers. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's where it all comes from. Yeah, the bloody paladins. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, and this is all written in like the brochure, the program of the, of the fucking ceremony. It's like, by the way, priests used to break people's heads in with this start with this mace, <laughs> so we thought we'd have it as part of the fucking ceremony. Yeah. More and and they don't give you your diploma on the stage anymore. No, 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 no. He just massages your hands as you pray to him. What? Like you had to walk to him as if you were praying with your hands and apparently she said someone said at the beginning it was some kind of um, you're praying for success or something like that so you would just walk forward all the students walked forward with their hands clasped like they're praying walk towards him and then he would just clap like on their hands (laughs) what a load of shit (laughs) congratulations what the fuck's going on and then they'd walk down the stairs and there'd be just some person just there with a stack of paper like there you go <laughs> that's all it's my degree <laughs> no. I don't think they even gave me my real degree at my graduation no not in the graduation it they sent, sent it in the mail yeah <laughs> at the place like if you go and do the photographs they give you like a fake degree yeah. to pose with <laughs> yeah. yeah but I just I, I wasn't I couldn't be more baffled just by this this whole fucking thing, and then they had to do it again at the end. Yeah, and it was it was just so fucking surreal. But I guess when you get so in, uh, I don't know engrossed in your own little bubble, yeah, that I imagine you know universities tend to have where you spend all your time in university teaching, and then you got you want your students to succeed and stuff like that but like yeah none of the teachers knew any of the kids and none of them in my graduation either it was just it just felt so pompous yeah and it's like oh it's a day of pride i mean i don't have kids who have graduated yeah um but like i imagine it's kind of like a yeah like a parents evening kind of thing yeah but couldn't you just have something better oh i don't know nobody cares about the graduation ceremony my second graduation was all right my first one was the, the one from mmu was shit yeah like that they, they, you always have all the speeches and everything, and then they bring on some kind of notable figure. Which, for in fairness, for MMU and staffs, is just someone that no one's ever fucking heard of. Mm. It's not like you get, I don't know, Michael Keaton or something. Yeah. yeah. Um, but like at MMU, they had someone came up and did a speech just about the university and just like listing all these facts and figures, of, like <laughs> lit- like like a sales pitch. Yeah. And it's like. We already bought it. <laughs> we just want to leave. We just want the receipt. Like, yeah. Come on, please. <laughs> yeah. It, it, made, it made no sense. They just spent, it, like, this This day's about us, isn't it? Kind of. Maybe you want to say something to us or about us or whatever. Not getting big-headed or anything, but, like, <laughs> it'd, be, it'd be nice. You know, I come in, here's your, here's your well, no, in my case, here's your 30 grand. And, <laughs> and then... <laughs> Yeah, his, and then, like, yeah, just a little speech at the end of something of worth would be decent, but no, just spent ages Man. just talking about themselves. Yeah, just so, it, it, the whole thing felt really masturbatory and it's like yeah. completely irrelevant to yeah. everyone else in the room. Yeah. But, I don't know, it's just, I don't know, they're good, they, they, they Don't got, throw uh, your hats, please. Oh, they, ba- no hats. No hats what? in my brother's No mortarboards. No, 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 no mortarboards, but hand clapping. <laughs> <laughs> Let this old man just clap your hand, but don't wear that hat. 
yeah. the teachers had hats. That's probably why they took so long to get to the stage. They're so fucking heavy. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so any students who are looking forward to their graduation, don't. Yeah. My second one was good. It de- I think it depends where you go. It, mm. it depends entirely on the university. Yeah. Um, yeah. Don't go to a big, fancy, stupid one because if you want a good graduation because it'll, be ju- it'll be just be hours and hours of shit. Yeah. Um, and don't go to a city college because they they really just want more people in and they'll just try and sell themselves <laughs> for two hours. Just go to like a, a middle-of-the-range one. You'll get a good graduation. <laughs> aim high. Aim middle-of-the-range. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this guy, um, there's been a few people aiming high. Um in other news, this guy, Vitantonio, Vitantonio, Capotorto. What a great name. What? Vitantonio Capotorto. Is he Italian? Or... Yeah. All oh, right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> he was 27 years old, recorded a video telling Constanza Littellini, not as, um, not as great a name, his no. wife, that he was going somewhere wonderful before killing himself <laughs> by leaping from a height of 13 and a half thousand feet. Uh, recorded a video oh hey honey how's it going i'm going somewhere wonderful um his wife um saw the video just before his her husband boarded the plane Mm. they're both skydivers or they both work for a skydiving company and uh yeah his wife rushed to the skydiving center didn't think to call i guess um in delanda florida and begged well you got no signal up there (laughs) Yeah, but like, he phoned ahead. Like, is he on the plane yet? I don't know. Maybe she did. And I He's on the ground. <laughs> um, and begged staff to stop her husband from diving. An employee radioed the plane's pilot, but Mr. Caporto had, Caportorto had just jumped. So he was just, he planned on jumping without pulling his chute, basically. Yeah, he just didn't pull his chute. <laughs> All the way Fucking down. Fucking hell. <laughs> yeah. That's like, ballsy. Okay, go, go, go. All right, he's gone. What's that? He's not going to open his chute. Oh, it's too late. <laughs> yelling down from the... Just open your chute, I guess, yeah. kind of thing. <laughs> uh, police did search for him from the sky. Um, in ah, the, he's the, not up here. <laughs> <laughs> and then the ground, uh, before his body was found in a field near to the airport where the centre's based. Oh, so he aimed for... To land in front of his wife. <laughs> near, near the airport where he pulled off. So I imagine that's where the centre is. Yeah. So he was like, oh, I'll see how she... I'd like to look at her one last time. It's like, oh, I don't want anyone to spend like time and money searching for me. I'll try and land somewhere convenient. <laughs> Consider it until the end. Uh, Mr. Capotorto, an, international, an Italian national who lived in Florida, was an avid skydiver who made 600 previous jumps. And then it goes on to say his social media account's great. It's got loads of photos of him in the air with a GoPro camera. So if you want to see pictures of the skydiver who decided to not open his chute, <laughs> why not see pictures of him before his chute was open? Yeah. What, did he take... He, what, he posted to Instagram on the way down or something? No, no, just he's done 600 jumps. So like, oh, right, he was okay. a skydiver guy. So like he's loads of pictures on Instagram of him skydiving. Why? And then he killed himself by skydiving. Why do you want to? Why do people want to go and see that? I don't know. But it's good it's to morbid know. fascination. Everyone needs retweets, yeah. you know. Uh, Tara Richard, an employee at the skydiving centre, told police he seemed all right when he went. You're, you're, well, that's not the point, really, is it? <laughs> I don't know why you needed a quote from Tara. Ninety percent, I, I would, I would imagine, the majority of the time when someone kills themselves, everybody says we well, seemed fine. Yeah, we seemed all right. Well, you've got to, you've got to because... assume that they've already kind of reached a level of calmness. Like, they've made a decision. Or yeah. they're killing themselves because people didn't really pay attention to them. Yeah. <laughs> he seemed all right. How do you know? I just saw him across well, the way. He wasn't and... crying much. Yeah. Wasn't I mean, he wasn't bleeding at the time. So. <laughs> <laughs> but just like leaving a video. I'm going somewhere beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> That seems pretty. Did she, so up. did she see that and then guess he was going to kill himself? I think no. I, I've edited out a little bit of this. I oh, think right. like he did say he was he was going to go die. Oh right. And he was going to go yeah go somewhere beautiful. And yeah. Something like that. But I, I might be wrong. I might be wrong <laughs> in my editing of this article. <laughs> but yeah, she knew. Either way, she knew exactly after the video that he was going to go kill himself. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Which brings me back to the thing we were talking about, like a podcast or two podcasts ago, where you were saying it was quite disturbing for to tell kids to like write their own suicide note to explore that yeah. kind of thing making your own suicide video i yeah. think would be 
an interesting media studies expert. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just a little notification on your phone. It's like, such and such has just gone live. Oh, great. Yeah. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Lighting himself on fire like a Buddhist. <laughs> <laughs> uh, cool way to go, though. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if I you don't decide... know about the rubbing salt in it's... the wound of your wife. But... No, maybe not. It's, it's like um, the, the the helicopter story that Bill told. Yeah. Like, that's similar kind of thing. Yeah. It's decent. Just I... fucking intense experience before yeah. death. I, I, um, I read a story uh, this week of a guy that um, was found having jumped out of a ten... was seen jumping from the 10th story of a building in a Superman costume. <laughs> like, to, I think to commit suicide. <laughs> like... <laughs> that was just promoting a film. Yeah. He died, but he might have been died promoting instead of by suicide. Yeah. I think if you are going to do something like that, even in suicide, I'd try and make it funny. Yeah. Like Carl Kinane says. Yeah. Just like add a bit of flair. <laughs> well, he says jump from the top of a building, but put a note saying, I think I'm going to make it where you jumped. And then a glass half full with water. <laughs> just before you're going to land. <laughs> just be like, what? 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 <laughs> Carl Kinane's a legend. Are we seeing him this week? Monday. Yes. Yeah, Cockney in Manchester. It's going to be awesome. Um, yeah, he's doing his fourth. I guess he's rearing up for his fourth special. So he's he was pushing for tickets on Facebook. So I'm, I'm guessing he yeah. hasn't sold out yet. No, like maybe I, in Manchester, but I no. waited out to get them. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, he's playing at the Deaf Institute. <laughs> <laughs> I was emailing them because they, they got loads of weird. They got their website is not that very clear. Right. And I was trying to buy five tickets, and it would only let me buy four. Yeah. So I was emailing them like on Facebook, I think, being like, "What's um, what's the deal? Can I buy five? Is it a table? Is it whatever? What's going on?" And then there was another session later on that I found accidentally because it was hidden on the cobwebs. And apparently, it's all standing. And um, yeah, bought it and asked them a few more questions, but it seemed to have ironically fallen on deaf ears. Which is, <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, I please help me buy, give you money. It's, <laughs> it's, it's all it's all standing. I think there's a lot of standing, yeah. That's weird. So it'll be like a... Yeah. Or well, there might be chairs, I don't know. Mm. But yeah, I don't think there's allocated seating or anything. But anyway, on to uh, other news. Uh, Disney's come under fire. Oh, yeah? Um, for fierce criticism for choosing to cast a non-Arab in the new Aladdin film. Oh, right. So the person they've cast isn't Arab enough for some people. <laughs> like, <I'm> <laughs> <laughs> like, wasn't there a... Uh, no, it's not Disney, I guess. But it seems it it just seems weird that that is being accused of racism. Yeah. Because well, I'll read I'll read the rest of the article. The multinational company has announced Naomi Scott, who is of British and Indian heritage, mm. will be playing Jasmine in the live action remake. She will star alongside Mena Masood, who is Egyptian, and Will Smith. Despite the fact Aladdin is located in a fictional place of Agrabah, it's kind of assumed. It's in the Middle East. Yeah. Which is, okay, you it's know, maybe. it is a fictional place. Yeah. But um, Twitter did have some interesting comments. Oh, I should point out, um, I think Mena Masood is, pl- I don't know who they're playing, but Will Smith is playing the genie. Yeah. Yeah. Might be, I right? did see that, yeah. Twitter had some interesting comments. Number one, all these Arab actresses on the planet and they cast a half white, half Indian Naomi Scott as Jasmine. Indian isn't Middle Eastern Hollywood. What are you fucking angry? I'll I'll read the rest. Second, I love Naomi Scott, but I don't love the brown people are interchangeable idea that Hollywood believes is not is a, but Hollywood believes in. So it's a no from me laughing my ass off. (laughs) And the final one, you're all complaining that Naomi Scott doesn't have brown colored skin to play Princess Jasmine. Will Smith ain't blue. I kind of put a nail on that. Yeah, <laughs> but it's it's, see, it's a really weird argument because it seems like they're complaining about racism by saying that there should be a segregation of yeah. race. Yeah, by saying that these races should be segregated. Yeah, because the people who aren't segregating them are racist. <laughs> it's like, what's going on? <laughs> 
I don't understand because it was it ties in with all these um, Doctor Who is a woman now. Yeah. Or the actress who plays Doctor Who is a woman. I don't know why everyone's freaked out about that. I haven't honest. seen anybody freak out about it. Have you not? No. I've seen lots of people complaining that people are freaking out about it and making sketches based on people freaking out about it. But I've never, I haven't seen anybody freak out about it. The one, the Doctor Who fan base is probably. Um, I'm, I'm not a fan of Doctor Who, um, but I get the impression that the Doctor Who fan base is similar. Uh, is um, well, well, how would you call them? The, the Doctor Who fan base. It's kind of geeky, kind of. Yeah, there is definitely an element of like nerd culture to it. Yeah, definitely. But it doesn't seem like a misogynist show. No. It doesn't seem like their fan base is going to be really pissed off that a woman no. is doing it. So I think it's great. I think it would be interesting to see to see a bloke as the assistant. I think it I don't give a fuck. Yeah. I think it makes no, I think I think the gender doesn't really make any difference for me. But like the cuz I don't see the world without that <laughs> In my head I thought like I thought that through as being like that's what kind of want to say and it came out and I was like that sounds fucking stupid as fuck. <laughs> no but it it the, I think the character is meant to be of no gender himself himself. Yeah. So like to the story it shouldn't make any difference. But it's the same as like the presidential election. It's like oh no we have to have a woman in now. Yeah, and there are people saying it's about time that a woman got involved, or it's about time there was a male assistant. It's like if it means like, that much to people, yeah, then I guess. But the p the fans of the show should like the show because of the writers who made it. So they shouldn't be demanding that the writers change how they do something. It's all of these it's imaginary weird. constraints. It's like okay, yeah. so what's Doctor Who? It's a Time Lord alien. Yeah. So why does that equate to being a bloke? It doesn't. But the so, assumption is that it was it, it was it was the assumption that makes because I think every misunderstanding is because of this assumption thing, this whole assumption thing. <laughs> um, the assumption is that they didn't give it to a woman on purpose, right. whereas it could just as easily have been a male won the part. Yeah, yeah. And it's just like I I pref- I I would rather have that situation where it's the best actor for the best part. Yeah. As opposed to, you've had 13 men, so now have four, t- and now it's time for seven women. Yeah. And then we play yeah. tennis of genitals. Well, the thing is, they're, they're, in, a, they're in a tricky spot now, because the, the, the only issue I can see is that they spent, it spent so long as a man that casting it as a woman, even in the, in, in the situation where it's, um, where it is just like the best actor for the role or whatever like that, it's going to look like they're trying to appeal to a certain kind of PC moron. No, but then that's easy. You just, just release some of the audition tapes. Yeah, yeah. And, and then the thing with this Disney thing, that all they're saying is that she's not brown enough or she's the wrong shade of brown. Yeah. And it's like, well, just... And then they're saying that, oh... Pe- and then people are making preemptive arguments against... Yeah. They're saying, oh, well, there's anyone who says there aren't very talented... Middle Eastern female actors. Yeah. I'll send you a list. But, it's like, yeah, but maybe they weren't available for the part. Maybe they didn't apply for the part. Maybe they weren't right for the part. Yeah. Like, what? I don't understand what it is that they want. And no matter what it's, happens, they'll just be angry. It's stupid. For, I mean, for a start, Hollywood is, is um, an annoyingly progressive place anyway. Like, mm. they will do... I've never been... Well, I mean, not the place, but I mean yeah, yeah. The, the the whole Industry. the whole situation. But if you if you actually view Hollywood as a corporation, their market is generally straight white people. If they if and it's and it's run as a business, it's run as a corporation. If they could make as much or more money appealing to a different people by casting a different person, they would, in a heartbeat, because it's about money. It's not. About your fucking feelings. It's not about anything else. It's about money. And if they can make more money by casting someone, they will. People just have to stop being so butthurt about the fact that Hollywood is made for white people. You need to get over it. Over time, it'll change. The same way that fucking Bollywood is made for Indians. You don't see white people in Bollywood. Like, it's, it's, not, it's not a racist thing. It's a, mm. it's a marketing thing. But it's mar- you see, your suggestion is it's marketing towards a certain race. It's marketing towards their biggest audience. But in this example, I don't understand how. I think if they if they deliberately cast a Middle Eastern actor, that wouldn't prevent sales. No, not necessarily. Yeah, it's the whole. Yeah, it's just. It's people just want to complain, so they'll find something to complain about. Yeah. And if you don't want to 
if you if you abscond from watching this film, then I don't think it's going to make too much of a difference. And it's it's so flawed because, yeah, in the Doctor Who example, it's an alien, so you can't really you couldn't cast. There no aliens turned up to the audition, so we couldn't cast them. You know, the the voice of Garfield wasn't a cat. Like it's just. <laughs> It's just, it's a fucking film. It's yeah, entertainment. Don't worry. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah, just don't worry. It's, it's a fucking film. Yeah. It's a, it's a luxury, it's a luxurious entertainment. I'm pretty sure thing. the guy that voiced Aladdin in the cartoon wasn't an Indian guy. I might I be wrong know, on that. Robin Williams wasn't a genie. No, he wasn't. So and, it's just. Um, what's his name wasn't a parrot. <laughs> oh, it's going to bug me now. Um, the guy's a legend. Um, but although I haven't found. Uh, I Gilbert go Gottfried. Yeah, Gilbert Gottfried. <laughs> He always looks and sounds in pain. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, moving on from uh, non-PC-ness uh, to the most PC thing in the world. A woman was arrested for walking a seagull on a lead. <laughs> <laughs> She's been banned from keeping wild animals for a year. Like a one-year ban for walking a seagull on a goes on um officers found anna marie marshall 44 of no fixed abode so just saying this homeless woman the homeless woman yeah can't even have a seagull <laughs> <laughs> people don't even like well, seagulls well walking the bird in parliament street in york on the 28th of june in york in york i guess it was in, in the uk I guess. yeah i've always assumed that most of these are american um the injured bird had to be put down so she was walking the seagull, but also strangling the seagull. So, kind of animal cruelty I can kind of get along uh, with. Okay. So I'm assuming why are we like assuming... it was trying to fly away, and it was on a lead. Maybe it was injured, and she was trying to look after it. Maybe. I mean, all injured birds need walking. That's uh, it's true. What's that? Like, what's that duck film? Duck, goose. No, it's a game. Fly away home. Yeah, that's what that was about, wasn't it? <laughs> I don't know, I didn't Walk see it. these ducks. I just remember people flying in a plane... Around a load of geese, and I was like, "That yeah. looks kind of." And then they landed, and then they became the mighty ducks. Yeah, and then it became a whole different thing. Very different. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but they won. So uh, she went to York Magistrates' Court and pleaded guilty to animal cruelty and using abusive and threatening behaviour with a seagull. <laughs> she abused a seagull. I guess or she threatened a seagull, or yeah. she threatened the police who were trying to take her seagull. Yeah, but she also got convicted of something else, which I love. Uh, she pleaded guilty to injuring the bird, taking the bird. Threatening an abusive beha- behaviour and refusing to surrender. <laughs> <laughs> I'm assuming again to the seagull. Like, yeah. It was actually the seagull trying to take her for a walk. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, she's uh, yeah she can't keep wild animals for a year. So I guess she can keep tamed animals. Like, but can anyone keep a wild animal? I don't know. We found um, wild giraffe. We found a place in in Hanley that sells exotic pets, and not like typical like stuff. Like you snakes can, and stuff. Yeah, like snakes and tortoises and that. You can buy it's tortoise and exotic animal. Apparently, yeah. It's oh, generally. They come from so far away. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, you can buy meerkats, uh, sugar gliders. Meerkats, sugar gliders. Yeah, isn't that like a Haribo release? No, <laughs> it's like UFOs. It's kind it's just of just a bag can... of UFOs. <laughs> 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 they're kind of like flying squirrels you can buy monkeys like but like yeah you need i think monkeys you need, you need some kind of government paperwork. you need some kind of permit and they they apparently they thoroughly check you out but essentially it's they they rescue can, is, is this can this guy be responsible enough for a monkey <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> they like they ask lots of questions and they like in some situations they have to come and check out your home and just make sure it's suitable and stuff but um, I also, so I, I, um, I, I had a look around, and it turns out you can buy penguins. Like, <sighs> you can just have penguins in your back garden. Just yeah, because that's what they would like. Milling about. But we went into it further, and you, each penguin needs 400 pounds of fish a year. <laughs> so I don't know if it's <laughs> And viable. an iceberg. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if it's viable to keep penguins. Four hundred pounds. Not in fish. the UK, surely. Even like, forget about the food. Yeah, like, well, they can't just like no, let it loose down Sainsbury's. There's penguins that like live in the jungle. Jungle like, penguins. Yeah. Fucking hell, this country. And I did not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Nottingham jungle. <laughs> <laughs> jungle penguins. They seem completely inept for a jungle. 
They've got webbed feet. Well, the I jungle think, has shit on the floor. I, th- I, I think it's a species that kind of migrates. So they sit in the shitty part of the year, it's the shitty part of the world for like half a year, and then they fuck off to an island that's like all warm and shit. And then, but then why not lay there. egg? Like, it, they, I don't understand why things just don't stay there. They hold eggs on their feet during snowstorms. Yeah. And if the egg falls a little bit, the baby dies. dies. Yeah. And then they go on holiday to the jungle. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck oh, this. Well. I'm going to Marbella. <laughs> yeah. Fucking hell. <laughs> yeah. You think about getting an exotic pet? Fucking meerkats. We're going to go We're gonna go have a look. I'm not going to... It's all because of the fucking... I'm not going to get it. I just think it would be interesting to kind of just see that shit. Like, almost surreal. Like... We're not at a zoo. We're in Hanley. We could leave with something that shouldn't be here. <laughs> I've always wanted a, a gorilla. I don't think you can get gorillas. That's uh, this country. <laughs> <laughs> but they sell poisonous snakes. <laughs> <laughs> it's a pet, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's a pet. Where are you going? Somewhere beautiful. It's going to be great. <laughs> uh, but pets do improve your mood. I mean, they add to your life. Not a poisonous snake. They might do. I mean... I mean, this guy, in other news, Steve Bloom, he's 63, who openly admits that he doesn't butter his parsnips. Uh-huh. Um, do you know what that means? Um, it's, is, is it like he doesn't mince his words or something? Or he doesn't... Jesus, I had no idea. But yeah, I guess, guess it kind of works. I don't know why it means that. <laughs> doesn't put butter on his parsnips. <laughs> uh, has ruffled feathers in Yorkshire Dales, uh, in a town of whores, ever since he opened A town his... of whores? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Good old town of whores down in the Orchard Dales. Um, ever since he opened up his bookshop, Blooming Dales, four years ago. Blooming without the G, I guess. Oh, like Blooming. Blooming. Yeah, Blooming Dales, yeah. I guess, yeah. New locals are. <laughs> That's pretty good, actually. It's in Yorkshire. That makes a lot of sense. <laughs> Fair yeah. enough. Uh, the Yorkshire new locals Dales. are happy to see the back of him. After the blunt book, to, uh, happy to say goodbye to the blunt bookseller after campaigning to get him ran out of town. Oh, Christ. <laughs> People love the name, but they hated the owner. <laughs> it's like black books. Yeah. <laughs> However, Mr. Bloom refused to accept that he'd been driven out despite complaining of a vicious witch hunt and said he'd sold the shop of his own volition, partly to escape his whinging customers. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Definitely Mr. Bloom, who retired to Yorkshire after running a successful business in London, said, I hope that none of the people who've been trying to drive me out are claiming any kind of victory because it isn't. I've left of my own free will. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. It got very difficult sitting in my shop listening to people talk about me as the man who charges 50p entry to a bookshop. I'm not <laughs> going to miss the moaning. <laughs> 50p entry <laughs> to a bookshop. Uh. <coughs> um. Oh, hang on! I've missed the I've missed some I've miscopied something. Um, but basically, the the, the local per, um, bishop said that he got in an argument with Steve Bloom, um, who was calling him um, an arsehole, and he can't remember why. <laughs> <laughs> it's weird to open a shop. It's, it seems weird. It seems like you're living in a. It's, it's like buying a house mm. that people just come into. Well, it's the same and as having a pub. Most of the people like who own a pub live upstairs. Yeah, but like stock take for a pub is very different to stock take for a shop. Yeah. Like all the books and that, there must be like a thousand books. Yeah. Whereas there's like five types of lager. <laughs> <laughs> it seems like. And then, yeah, it's a bit more sociable, a pub. Like, come see me down the pub. Like, come see me down the bookshop. Yeah. In Yorkshire, where people hate <laughs> me and bring 50p. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'd like to open I think it'd be cool to open up a shop. But yeah, it just be. It just seems like a, a lifestyle. It seems like a lifestyle starting a business. <laughs> <laughs> what would you What would you sell that wouldn't piss you off after a few weeks? No matter what I'd sell, the the it have to be like blunt customer service. Yeah, just be like, you just yeah, just if you want to complain, you can complain to me and you can fuck off. Yeah, that would uh, that would give me enough joy. Yeah, to have people expecting people to be. Like demanding and oh, the customer's always right. So it'd be more than ha- that, that would make me happy enough just to tell people to fuck off. There was um, th- th- there's a place out there just to remind people they're in the real world. <laughs> <laughs> just to remind you, just like oh, you bought this phone, but you don't like it, so you want money off or you want a refund, and then you fucking bought it. So just fuck off. Yeah, and then yeah, just whatever I'm selling, pick and mix. <laughs> <laughs> Diabetics pick a mix. It's like pick a mix with extra sugar. 
Yeah, and then like get like oil, a bit of oil. <laughs> Just sell random shit. Well, like you get these like you get so many shops that I'm convinced are um, they don't make money. So either like there's like some kind of money laundering going on, yeah, or they just accept that it's not going to make any money, yeah, and they just have other venues where they just kind of open up. But it's loads of like junk stores and there's loads of antiques. Oh, there's loads of charity shops. So many shops anything. that it's empty. Yeah, there's just so many shops that just seem like there's nothing going on in them at mm-hmm. all at any time. Yeah, and then you go like, oh well, fair enough. If you're gonna do it, just have just have a little bit of property in the centre of town. Yeah, when I was looking at um, renting a place in, uh, I think I was looking in Greenwich, like they were offering the shops, like f- for rent, and it's like <laughs> could just sleep in a in an open window in the middle of town. <laughs> I wouldn't mind. Get drafty. The sure. sleeping man. Yeah, just... Like they don't have much plumbing, so I don't know. That's where it got problematic. You could open yourself up as an art exhibit. <laughs> <laughs> Look at me. Oh, yeah. hang myself in the museum. Somewhere beautiful. <laughs> yeah, just just live your life, but in a shop window. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Get people 50p entry. Yeah. yeah it's basically what this guy was doing when he was eating his dried parsnips. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't butter his parsnips. I didn't know people buttered parsnips. Me neither. I don't butter any... I don't butter bread. Like, I don't use uh, butter. I, so, like... <laughs> What else are people buttering? I, d- <laughs> I don't know. You put butter. Do you, well, I don't know what you do. We put my my dad puts butter in mash. Oh yeah, for some people do that. I suppose maybe that's the same kind of thing. Yeah, maybe it just makes things butterier. I guess. Yeah. I was. Well, I've been yeah. Around, <laughs> 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 around people's houses where they put butter on chicken. Yeah, like chicken where they roast it. Yeah. Yeah. And they just yeah inject chicken with butter and stuff. Well, isn't that a, isn't that an Indian dish like buttered chicken? Well, they do. Do that, yeah. <laughs> what is it? Uh, you don't put butter in a shepherd's pie, do you? Well, you no, not necessarily. But you could. But put you, it, could you could still put mash. it in the mash. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Anyway. Um, yeah there's a, there's a place out near uh, near Chester. I think it's called Frog Hall. Who one of my friends used to be obsessed with. Uh, it's just a hotel, and she said it's literally like going to Forty Towers. You can mm. never get bookings there because it's so insanely shit, <laughs> and they're so incredibly rude to you that everyone fucking loves it. Right, like all the meals are shit, the beds are shit, the rooms are shit, all the service is terrible. The owner comes out and yells at you randomly, yeah. like and like as you said, it's fuck, it's fucking ace. But they all seem kind of oblivious to how shit it is. They're, okay, like they, it's just yeah, they're, they're, like the people that own it, they don't understand that it's bad. They just, <laughs> they just, they think it's full because they're doing a great job, and that spurs them on when people complain. Like, how can you complain? All these people are having a great time. <laughs> yeah, it's got it's got four stars. Four yeah. Cool. Apparently, it's on a train track. I don't, I don't know. Oh no, that's the village. The village is on a train track. That makes more sense. <laughs> that makes a lot more sense. Although yeah. I would like to eat and sleep on a train track and mm. pay for the experience. I think that'd be quite funny. Yeah. yeah. You can do that. I think. I always wanted to do the, the Trans-Siberian Express thing yeah, where you yeah. go from like all the way through Russia into China and stuff, yeah. and that'd be decent. But it's it seems like it'd be hard going. Well, like it just seems like you just want to come back afterwards. <laughs> yeah. Like the holiday is, 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 the, is the Express. It's, like, it's at least a week long. I can't remember if yeah. it's two weeks long. I can't remember. And they have to stop every couple of hundred miles to chip shit off the bottom <laughs> of the train because <laughs> yeah. it's frozen. <laughs> yeah, was that Henry Rollins? I, I don't remember. know. I, don't, I think I saw, I saw it on a documentary or something. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah, Henry Rollins. I think there's a bit on it as well. Is it? Yeah, he made a weird film about. I think he was the devil. I think it's like he's still alive, or he never eats. Is the name of the film? <laughs> <laughs> Stopped eating. The he never died. Devil. I think it's called He Never Died. Let's have a look. Henry Rollins, and it was just about this like sad Henry Rollins type character, <laughs> just walking around. <laughs> he never died. Yeah, he never died. Henry Rollins is a weird guy. Yeah, sometimes I love him, sometimes I hate him. It's, yeah. It depends what he's talking about and who he's talking to. Yeah. Well, he's, he seems it seems like he'd be an interesting person to talk to, but he'd yeah. be a weird person to be friends with. Yeah, yeah. Like, I like his, I like his intensity. Yeah. And, like, he gets focused on something and just kind of... Like, it said something about, like, he was on Ritalin from a very young age mm. just because his brain was just so... He was just so focused. He was just thinking about everything too much. Yeah. 
Um, but yeah, pretty cool guy. Pretty cool guy to have a sit down talk with. Yeah, I read a couple of his books, mm. and yeah, it is all very kind of stream of consciousness stuff. But most of it is in diary form. Yeah. So he's, it's essentially just a road diary while he was gigging <laughs> with Black Flag. Well, <laughs> I think the thing that that, uh, that puts me off of him is how much he likes himself. Yeah. Yeah. But I love me. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> so, <laughs> so, I don't know, can't really, I guess, criticize a guy for. That. <laughs> But yeah, his, his attitude on traveling is cool as well. Just like every, yeah. which I, which I, I, really, I completely agree with. Like people have this um, belief about foreign countries because they read newspapers and stuff about it, yeah. and watch films on it, and these guys like people are fucking people. Yeah, like, you can just go somewhere. You can go to the Gaza Strip and just walk around. Yeah, and you know, meet people and talk to people. And yeah, there might be bullets flying over your head and stuff like that, <laughs> but flying over the heads of these people as well. You're yeah, <laughs> yeah. Communicating. And they're with just people getting on with things. their lives. Yeah, so we would just go to a hotel, get out, and go for a walk. Yeah, and there were people protesting and burning for tires and stuff like that. There's loads of interesting stuff. But yeah, he's uh, yeah, he seems like a cool guy. I, mean, I just don't like him because he reminds me a little bit of me, which is so egotistical. Yeah, <laughs> but it's also just like I don't like that aspect of him. No, it, 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 it seems quite sense. smug with himself. I think as much as, well, no, that's not true. I was going to say as much as people can be like self-deprecating and stuff. Most people like like themselves in mm. some way or like how they've turned out, right? Yeah. And like I, I, I know I have that that kind of aspect of myself like i'm i'm happy with the way that i do certain things and how good i am at some things and and whatever but like i th- I think I've, yeah i think a lot of people have that i haven't really i've only met a few people who seem utterly like kind of have no like they have respect for themselves but they don't seem to think that they're worth anything i don't mm. meet many of those people yeah and even if you do they've made the effort to come out and yeah talk to people yeah so it's like it's not that bad yeah it's like i'm trying to do this thing on um i've realized what pisses me off about a lot of things of like the pc culture and um uh yeah pc and and protesters and stuff like that and people who are enraged is i think films and tv have just gotten too good right (laughs) so you watch a film or a tv and you go that guy's a legend i want to be like that guy yeah i want to be like them i want to do this and you forget that like that show or tv was like written over the course of a month and that one statement he made took ages to craft yeah and they're like i'm I'm like him so i can say things like that so people make this um uh, avatar or ghost of themselves that they claim to be Mm. and they believe that they are yeah and then so that means that they don't respond how they would respond. They respond how the imagination them mm. responds. And then they, so the things that they believe in aren't really what they believe in. It's the things that they wish they could believe in. Yeah. And then anyone who's attacking anything. So it's all of these representations of people's imagination that are having all of these arguments. Mm. And, and you go like, why are you arguing about this? I don't understand. Just like the, the, the Aladdin thing. It's like, well, are you happy that Aladdin's being made? Yes. Would you go see it? Yes. But I also feel like if I was this person, I would be angry about this because the because of the color of their skin. So then they try to be, they try to appear to the world how they see themselves. Yeah. Which I guess, saying it out loud, people probably have always done. But now that characters and TV, and I think it's a television and film thing, and like celebrity thing where people have idolized people for whatever reason, they therefore idolize their own self-image. I think it's it's uh, I, th- I think a lot of it's kind of a exposure, overexposure to like a snapshot lifestyle where like you're so exposed now to celebrities and things like that. Like when I'd, the previous generations or something, like you'd see like Cary Grant in a film or something. You didn't know fucking anything about Cary Grant. Mm. You didn't know how he lived or his life or anything like that. You just, All you had is him in the film. So he was always kind of elevated above you and he was always on this next echelon. But now with like a current crop of celebrities, it's all so accessible and it's all just right in front of you and you just see these snapshots of everything good that they're doing. Mm. Not the shit stuff, just all of these all of these good times that they're having and all of, and just everything in between. And you go like, well, I can be like that. That's very accessible to me. I can, I can do that. So then yeah. you get all these people just going around and just being absolutely 100% completely fake because they're like, well, this is how you do it. This is how you get to where they are. Yeah. So this, they, it seems like they, they feel like they've 
they they found a path to it, and it's like well, it's they the, haven't. They, they think they can just act like that. Yeah, as you say, it's fake. So it's like that's what, that's what I mean by like their self image projected ahead. Yeah. So like with my brother's um, university, he said he was. Um, he said there was threats about protests at the graduation, like people pro the students protesting it because the name of the building that it was in is named after the person who put the money in it or helped build it or something. But well, he owned slaves. Yeah, no worries. You don't get your degree then. That's the thing. You got. Like, I don't. I don't think any. If you disagree with the naming of the building, for whatever reason, still get your diploma. Yeah. And then use that diploma for the better, greater good. Yeah. And even then, if you disagree with the building, tear down the building. Why is changing the name of a building built by slaves okay? Yeah. But you know, working and benefiting and profiting from a building made by slaves is fine it's so <laughs> fucking stupid because it, it's really short it's 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 really odd that they just pick on these certain things ignoring that every fucking road in the country was built by slaves <laughs> all of the major roads that have been in this country for thousands of years all of it slave labor but that's the thing that's the thing about the self the projected self-image or the the snap the, the the character that they want to be perceived as is they will only tackle high profile celebrity media related events yeah so they don't actually care about the cause. Mm. They, it's the whole white knight syndrome of it's being seen. They want to be seen as yeah. the celebrity that they want to be. Yeah. Or they want to be seen as the, the projection of what they, what they want to be seen as. Yeah. No it's one's like, sticking up for the B5077. Let's <laughs> <laughs> just fucking just stop pretending to be somebody and just be somebody. Yeah. Like if you don't like jazz, stop listening to jazz. <laughs> yeah. Like just don't listen to I just I don't like jazz. Okay, it's fair enough. It's okay. It's not the end of the world. Yeah, but in our friend group we all listen to jazz. Okay, well then how about we meet when you're not listening to jazz? I, well, I do lots of things that you don't do. Yeah. And vice versa. <laughs> That's the thing I was thinking again telling you before was like about a, a community of independent people. Is like you just need to be yourself. And other people need to be themselves. And then you can get a much richer background and a much richer community because you're all bringing different things to the table to help everybody. You're not yeah. completely supporting a, each and every other by a thread. Mm. Yeah. That's a good place to leave it, I think. <laughs> <laughs> Where were we? Um, Planet of the Apes. Good start, no, it was oh, okay. tangent off. Yeah, yeah. Well, we saw uh, the one Planet of the Apes, what do you think? I liked it. I, th- I thought I yeah. thought it was good. I, I hadn't seen the second one, and um, retrospectively now I've I've seen reviews and stuff on it, and everyone's like, "Yeah, the second one's kind of like the pinnacle of the series." I do. It's the really best one, did like which the is one. it's what you said as well. Like you, you well, I've seen re- reviews of the third one saying it's a masterpiece, and people are really raving about it. I'm not sure I'd call it a mar- like. I don't know. It's probably good for different reasons than I like. I, I kind of like Planet of the Apes the same way that I guess people enjoy like Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Like I like Lord of the Rings a little bit. I'm intending to go back to it because I've changed since I watched it when I was 15. Yeah. But um, yeah, I didn't have that much of a grab on the, that universe. But the Planet of the Apes universe, I seem to have been educated on quite a lot as a kid by watching yeah. the films and stuff like that. And quite and, and really enjoy just the character development of it all and the way that they've they've redone it. Um, but yeah, the third one seemed quite slow paced for me, but it was artistically done. And yeah, I guess it was, I don't know whether it was intentionally tying in a load of different references to mm. human history, but it could have also not been. And it's just drawing strings. It was, it, it felt like, what was it about two hours? Yeah, it was two hours, two, just over two hours, two hours of like contemplative thought. Yeah. Like it felt like everybody, everything that everybody was saying, they was really measured and mm. and thought about and considered like, and it, there, there didn't seem to be any throwaway lines or anything like no, that yeah. it was just i don't know there was it, it seemed that kind of the to just the tone that everyone used it just kind of like drew you in it's you know when like when someone talks like yeah. quietly to kind of to just just to kind of pull people closer it was yeah. that for like two hours <laughs> and then explosions. apart from the dobby <laughs> character which is like the dumb yeah. clown character yeah. which was kind of even he it was, kind of worked. I, yeah, I, did, I didn't mind. I him liked either. his character story. Yeah, but uh, yeah, it was. It did feel a bit like this is. We need a comic relief. Yeah, it was like okay, so but we'll it put wasn't. Loads of it wasn't a leap. Like when the story yeah. was explained, like it was obvious as to why he was different than everyone else. Yeah. Well, there's been this evolution of dumb, isn't mm. there? Like what the other straight guy and the dumb guy. The other straight. I can't remember what it's called. Comedy duos. Yeah. Straight guy and a something guy. 
straight man and something else. I can't remember what it is. Yeah. But um, yeah, there's there seems to be an evolution of dumb. Where like, there's an example in in the Planet of the Apes film where they're looking through binoculars and they pass it to the comic relief character and he goes, "Oh no, why so small?" Mm. And then they turn around the binoculars. Yeah. And they've replaced big dumb guy with young stupid kid. Yeah. And there seems to <laughs> seems to have been like a real transition in cinema yeah. where now it's not just like some dim-witted ogre. It's now like I'll I'm going to talk in a in a kid voice. Yeah. And then it's going to be adorable. Yeah. And then we can sell figurines. Yeah. Or something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it was really it, it it the the whole three films together are just awesome. Mm. I think it's like yeah, it's like a, an R story arc of all three. It's just fucking, yeah. fucking great. And then, yeah, Dunkirk's out. So I need to see Dunkirk. <laughs> Did you not see it? No. no. Right. I, um, I I read a thing about Dunkirk last week. Dunkirk is apparently horrifically sexist. <laughs> <laughs> because. Not enough women not get enough, killed on the battlefield. There aren't, there, there aren't enough women in it. It's, it's sexist and racist. Two okay. whites and not enough women. Because there were so many women fighting it's on the front line just in so world stupid. in what is it World War One World War Two yeah World War Two yeah one of them so well either way either war yeah. so many women on the front line how why can't we tell their story yeah I remember reading something that they Fuck intentionally sake. tried to keep all politics out of it so like Winston Churchill is not yeah so World War Two yeah. Winston Churchill was de- de- deliberately Churchill was World War One as well omitted World War One as well mm. Chur- Churchill yeah oh fair enough yeah. I don't know. I, I, I've been listening to the, uh, Dan Carlin's Hardcore History. Oh yeah, yeah for the past few weeks. He's, he's he's really good because uh, I was just like I don't I, I you know when you come across something it's just like I feel like I should know something more mm. about this but for some reason I don't. World War One is just a complete like blank yeah, yeah, yeah. in my memory. So I've gone through like nine hours of podcasts now, just like retelling all the stuff. It's really, really? interesting. But, yeah, um, yeah, definitely. Yeah, awesome uh, podcast as well. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, um, the, the director or the writers, whatever, the film people, de- deliberately left out Winston Churchill to have, to remove all politics mm. from the film. Yeah. And then, I guess they did Forgot to put women in it. <laughs> <laughs> but what are you angry about? I don't I know, understand. I, don't know. I, just, I just don't get you it. I, do you want to see the women getting women killed? killed? Yeah. Do, do, do you wish more women had died <laughs> in, in World War One and World War Two? I don't understand. Do you wish more black people had died? <laughs> or what? What is it you want? <laughs> it's it's yeah. It's just it's just fucking silly. Yeah. I mean, um, yeah, yeah. It just seems I don't understand what what it is they fucking what. It's not progress. It's just they just want. They know that somebody's going to make that comment, so everybody wants to be the first to make that comment. Yeah, and it just seems. Silly. <laughs> but why? Why is anybody going to well, make that comment? Did you see? Um, have you watched uh, Game of Thrones? Uh, not for a long time. Cool. The, the new um, season has started, mm. and um, there's like a, there's a character who I think is like the um, the highest ranking member of that house because mm. um, I think there's like different houses basically. She and she's like a little girl. She's like yeah. a twelve year old, and she keeps and the whole gimmick is she's a little girl, but she's a strong yeah. leader and she does all these things. And there's this obvious. There's this fucking uh, clickbait speech that she makes in the start of the new series where um they're basically trying to amass an army and i think someone says that we need to get all the men um together and she's like what about the women and then you know they're like i'm not going to give my daughter my granddaughter a sword and there's like yeah but we're gonna fight for this place and you can't stop us and then that's that's the end of it yeah (laughs) it's just like it's, it's just I don't know. It seems like the point of it is missed. The point of that intention of yeah. not wanting to throw your granddaughter into battle yeah. where she'll likely be torn limb from limb because everybody's getting torn limb from limb. Yeah. They're fighting fucking dragons. <laughs> <laughs> do, do you really expect me to feed my granddaughter to a dragon? Well, you can't stop me. I want to be fed to a dragon. <laughs> right, okay, but I don't want you to because I, I value yeah. your life more than my grandson's. Fuck it. I'm going to Dunkirk. <laughs> <laughs> so many dragons at Dunkirk. <laughs> so fucking... Well, you've been listening to like World War One. you said. Well, um, what was the deal with Flanders? Did Flanders. You know Flanders? Yeah. Flanders. Oh, Stalin. So, 
Uh, no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> Flanders Fields. For more episodes of Second They Leave Our Disgusting Workstations, head over to www.pullingteeth.audio and remember to subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, or TuneIn, maybe all three. Ratings and comments would be nice as well. If you've got any questions or comments, find us on Twitter at PullingTeethPod. For anything more extensive or of a private or personal nature, or if you've got some kind of moral objection to social media, you can drop us an email at podcast at pullingteeth.audio. For more from me, head to stevemilligan.net and find us both on Twitter at singitsteve and at nicksnip. This has been Pulling Teeth. See you next week. <laughs>